This is the PGA of Canada Professional Development Podcast Series. Industry leaders, PGA professionals discussing technology, fitness, planning your business, building your career. These talks, these ideas, developed for you to live a better life and earn a better living. Jim Carlisle. I think many of you have known me over the years. Uh, I focus on uh, executive coaching and, and recruitment in my consulting practice. And I've been fortunate enough with my passion for golf to be able to extend uh, those services to the golf profession. And uh, having a lot of fun with it and uh, hopefully providing value. Uh, with PGA Canada, we've uh, uh, been developing a series of articles that started a few months ago. Uh, the first article was about being stuck in your career and what does that mean and, uh, and how do you get unstuck. And doing a bit of a self-assessment about who you are and strengths and weaknesses and personal and career interests. We followed that up with a, an article on networking. Uh, and what I want to talk about today is a piece that's right in between those two. And that's about developing a career plan. And once we can do that, we can then bring these three pieces together about uh, accelerating your drive into uh, where is your career going. And I should say career life as well, because it's just not about professional uh, considerations, but it's also about uh, personal, uh, whether it be uh, family, uh, your own personal interest, uh, spouse, uh, finances, and so on, and how those all come into play. So to make this thing come alive, I thought what I would do today is take you through a true, true story. Uh, I won't name uh, the professional, um, but you'll get a good flavor for what this individual uh, has gone through putting these three pieces together, in particular our focus today on the career plan. And uh, the good news is, is the career plan is working out. And even better news, uh, this, uh, this particular individual has been uh, publicly acclaimed by his uh, fellow professionals and doing very well with his career and with his personal life. So let me take you back to square one. Um, we'll call him Jack. Jack was referred to me um, by a relative in his family, and this uh, person who was involved in the golf business came up to me and says, you know, Jim, I know what you do, and um, I have a particular relation in the business, really great guy, but he's really quite stuck right now and quite frustrated about where his golf career is going. Uh, can you help him out? So that started out with an initial meeting, and we went through that uh, stuck business and getting unstuck. And uh, the core of that was uh, he was bound to determine that he was going to become a head golf professional at a club. But every, every turn he made, he was finding out that uh, he wasn't getting into the second round. He was very frustrated. Uh, he felt his world was coming down around him. Uh, he felt that there were a lot of politics in these moves, and, and he basically came in in a frustrated and a negative attitude. So 
So we got through that by, you know, a self-admittance, I think, on his part that, uh, you know, with my help, that uh, this is not unusual. It happens to a lot of us. And uh, we, we, we expect maybe that the world is going to come to us and, and we forget that maybe we've got to put more effort into connecting, uh, networking, and, and having a good plan about what we want to do and how we're going to get there. The one uh, thing that I picked up on that was a particular strength, actually two things. His personality had a great sense of humor, a great presence, obviously very committed to the game of golf. But a, a thing that really came out to me was uh, particular expertise in teaching and, and particularly working with young people. And we'll come back to that uh, area when we get into the career plan. So we got through the, the stuck on stuck stage and he was uh, ready to go, say, okay, where do we go next, coach? So we started off with a blank paper uh, exercise. So Jack's personal and professional career plan. And I said, Jack, you know, you, you've told me what you've been through and your commitment to golf, but what, do you, what, what are your aspirations? He said, well, you know, coach, I told you a long time ago, I want to be a head golf professional. And I said, yep, leave that one alone. What else is there that you might want to look at within the golf business and maybe outside of the golf business? And he said, well, as you picked up, I really do love to teach, but, you know, uh, I don't know if you can make much money just doing that. And I said, Jack, forget the butts for now. We'll come back to that later on. I just want you to open up your mind. And we uh, went down some other avenues, uh, you know, maybe getting out of the golf business, maybe doing something in, in sales, could that be um, sales and service, maybe with a, a training company or training products company within the golf business. So we stopped right there and at the top line basically had those three areas and they were all connected to the golf business. So we went back to the head golf professional thing first and I said, okay, Jack, you told me what you were frustrated about but what is it that you don't think you were doing properly? And he said, well, Jim, you know, I've got contacts, but there, a lot of them are, are people I've known for a long time, and when I think about it, maybe I need to expand that network. And I said, okay, write down people that particularly interest you in the profession. Are there, are there particular people that are really good at a particular area of the business that you would love to get closer to. Let's say it's within merchandising or training, teaching, uh, running a shop, uh, technology, whatever it might be. So he started to make some notes along that line and created a list. They said, leave that list alone. Let's go over to the teaching side now and talk about that specifically. And, and he said, well, as you know, I'm really wound up about teaching. And I said, yeah, and you're you're teaching at a facility right now uh, that is owned by uh, a group of investors. Um, you seem to be liking it very much. Uh, you got your own set of videos. That's really good. But where else would you go with this to sort of look at the possibilities? And again, we started off with a list. And uh, I think as you all know, there are specialists out there that have uh, developed some pretty good businesses uh, here and uh, even worldwide. Uh, and he started to make, again, a list noting particular people that he had heard of and that he would like to get to know. 
Then we went to the third area, which was looking at um, um, perhaps getting out of the business. And this might be more of a plan B, but you know, it's an open book at this stage. Nothing hit him right off the top of his mind other than looking at it from a product standpoint of view, thinking of training aids and so on. So this would trigger, okay, who are the people with technology or hard goods that are doing stuff in this area? You know, like the TrackMan people and so on. He'd use these tools, but he never thought of talking to people on that side of the fence about, well, you know, could there be career opportunities in that field? So we covered the, those three areas just top line. The next thing was now to go down deeper and say, all right, Jack, when you look at those three areas and you only have so much time in a week to dedicate to uh, doing things outside of your job and your family, which one, gut feel on the top of your mind, is the one that sort of gives you the most zing? And he pointed to number two. Okay. And then he pointed to head golf professional number two. Interesting now that was uh, going down the list a little bit, probably because of his previous frustration. And then looking uh, further beyond on the product and services side was number three. So I said, out of 100, where would you spend the precious time that you have in terms of priority? Well, I think I'd put 70% into the teaching side and seeing what's out there. I'd probably put 25% into what better job can I do to seek out head golf professional opportunities. And that left us with 5% relating to the other. So this is very important. It's, there's a tendency to get overly ambitious and say, you know, I can, I can research these areas and go crazy and exhaust ourselves and uh, we don't do a good job in any one of them. So now we dealt about priorities, we dealt, dealt about time. Now we come back to, okay, what do you do about this? You know a lot about what it takes to be a head golf professional. You've been in interviews but you've also learned from this process that maybe you've been a little narrow, you've been relying too much on just the notices that are coming up through PGA Canada, you've been going back to your old friends and I asked you that question, let's look at an extended network. Let's go back to that network now. So we did and he went through each of these individuals, what he knew about them, what he didn't know about them and I said, okay, how would you approach them and what would you say to them? Well, I want to get a meeting with them or her and tell them how much I want to be a head golf professional and I'm hoping you can help me out. I stopped right there and I said, your hopes are too high. At this stage in your game, it's about developing a connection with these people. They're part of your brethren. You want to get to them to say, you know, this is who I am. I've heard a lot about you. I'd love to come and talk to you about my career and uh, where uh, my priorities are and again, any ideas that you might have as to where I should go from here. Jack looked back on that and said, oh, that's very, very interesting. That's a very different approach. Yeah, it's more about getting known, uh, getting educated, 
And who knows, you know, these people might come back and say, you know, you're a heck of a good guy and I'll do everything I can to help you in your career. And certainly as an executive search consultant, I can tell you, I often to talk to people who, who say, you know, it's interesting you're doing that search. Here's somebody over here you may not know much about, but I just met them recently and I was very impressed with them. So there's one way we get to candidates for a job. And that all came out of perhaps people being um, a little more forthright and progressive in their career plan. So we left that one alone and he had a to-do list as to where he was going to go, who he was going to talk to, and then come back to me with what he got out of that. So we repeated that same scenario for the other two options. Um, when we came to the teaching side, uh, where his real passion was, uh, we did the same thing, but he, he needed to get out of a bit of a rut here because he had his own perception about what teaching was. And uh, I mentioned to him that, look, you've got to go through the same process of getting out to, to people in the business. How do they get to do what they're doing? What's the cost of investing in doing what you're doing? How do you market your business? So I was starting to give him more and more ideas. So again, more homework there, make the contacts, make the networking work, come back to me. On the third one, really not too much to do there. At 5%, it's uh, more, I think, as you talk to different people who are in different businesses, um, in particular as it relates to uh, other product and service areas in, in golf. It could be uh, going back to your favorite supplier and saying, you know, I've worked with you many years. Be interested in learning more about the business from your side of the desk. And again, you're accumulating data. So this may be um, looking a little painful to you that it sort of slows down getting out there and going after what you want. But you can see you're expanding your network. You're getting hopefully reliable information to then come back and pinpoint based on what I've heard here where I want to invest my career is X. So the follow on to this when uh, Jack had been through all this I had him up for a game of golf up at my, one of my clubs up here at Biglin. And um, we went out and he um, enjoyed the course. He reviewed with me what he was going through. Started to talk more and more about teaching and getting very excited about it. And we went by the driving range after uh, nine holes and he noticed these little kids out there on the driving range. And he just went up to them and said, hey, bud, what are you doing? And uh, let me take a look at your swing. And here I am, a member of the club. And uh, this uh, mother of one of the children comes over and looks at Jack and says, gee, I really appreciate you taking an interest in my son. And, uh, you know, do you work here? And here I am just sitting there on the side as a member. And he just lit up and he made a joke about it. And he said, well, you know, I love kids. and..." It uh, gives me a, a, a lot of pleasure to see what they're doing. So we, um, we move on in our round and I said to Jack, I said, uh, the light just went on with me and I hope it went on with you as well. You are like the Pied Piper of golf. You love kids. 
you talk to them in very basic terms. You're excited and you make them feel good. Does this get you even closer in your mind that the teaching angle of this business is more the passion that you want? So where do we go with this based on what you picked up talking with other people? So uh, we were driving back in the car and this idea started to solidify more and more. And he was uh, working at um, a range, as I mentioned, and um, he liked the facility and uh, I think he liked the principles behind it. But he had, some, he had some ideas about where to take this range and develop more of a template around teaching, particularly for the public golfer. And that maybe a template could be developed and it could be taken somewhere else. And I said, well, that sounds interesting. Are you prepared to put a little bit of a, a business case around this? And he did. And guess what? Uh, they bought in and he took off from there. Uh, this individual today continues to focus on teaching in, in um, many different capacities and has won many, many awards in North America around uh, uh, their excellence in teaching. So there are some, uh, some ideas about how you put this thing together. And now you can link it all with networking and storytelling and all that. So I hope that helps. We'll be doing some more things in the future, um, talking about all things like interviewing, uh, looking at uh, how people, how boards make uh, decisions around hiring a pro and we'll get behind the scenes on that. Hopefully we'll be doing some videos and some panels with some of the folks in the profession. And I want to thank you for your time and hope you have a great day. Bye now.